Welcome to the Scottish CEO Show. I am going to take it right back to where it all began. As I said, I sit here at 26 years old, a successful CEO of two fantastic companies, but many months ago, I was once just a wee guy from Canvas Lang. So the person I have decided to kick us off as our first guest is none other than my lovely mum, Headache, nuisance in my life but um welcome to my mum hello how are we i'm fine reese how are you <laughs> i mean listen i've done many jobs in my life but sitting with you is quite an interesting one i'm Definitely. honestly hoping that we <laughs> there's one thing i'm going to say is just remember not to swear deborah I promise. Oh, well, there you go. She's promised. So what we're going to do is we are going to take it right back to the very beginning. So tell me this, for anyone that's watching, for anyone that's listening, I always say that my sole mission is to educate and inspire and teach Scottish people that, listen, if you put yourself out there, great things will happen. Life begins at the end of your comfort zone. And when would you say, for me, that you saw that drive or that passion for just putting yourself out there? Oh, a very, very, very early age. Very early. You were always wanting to be do everything, everything you put your mind into, you done 100%. You started off even in primary school you were the main man in the activity mm. you were joseph you're this wee boy i maybe think that that's that's quite interesting because people listening to this might think that you know own the business and now obviously my job spans across tv and that's two very different roles but yeah. i think what i want you to think about is at what point did you think god he's probably not going to last working for somebody else and needs to work for himself um, when you were in the club Okay, so for anyone watching this or listening My glory days as I call it, the best days of my life um, I started working at a nightclub when I was 18 And ended up being the manager And ran the club for basically the best part of five years But I actually started when I was 17 as a PR punting tickets in Royal Exchange Square and kind of slowly worked my way up to be the marketing manager And then um, assistant to run the club So what about the club for you? Did you see in me that you maybe thought, God, he's probably not going to work for anyone else? You were a hard, hard worker. I mean, you were leaving early in the morning. You were going to uni. You were going to your club, doing your work hard, leaving there, going to a library. And I was phoning you during the night and saying, where are you? <laughs> I know. As I said, the library's not open. But... As the years come on, I mean, I, sometimes I wouldn't have been in the library. I'd probably, I'd probably, still, probably, probably still probably still be in the club having a good night out. Saying that to me anyway, <laughs> but I knew you learnt so much in there. You became a man in there. I think for anybody that is probably listening and thinking, you know, when is the right time to make the jump? And I think I was very fortunate. I had an opportunity at Light, which is now called Rumour, Definitely. that's maybe about to change life. Is it was basically like The Apprentice, yep. but in real life, because yep. Martin Conlon, who owned it, and, you know, Jerry Carlyle and Jim Conlon, all the guys that owned the club, didn't live in the same country nope. as me. So basically what I was left to do was almost fend for myself. I was given a set of keys and I was given a WhatsApp number that I would phone if there was any problems. And I think it's important to bring that up of, like, taking the risk and taking the challenge early on. Like, I started in that job at 18, but 
I think that could come across in any sort of walk of life. And even now in my team, what I try and teach as early on is I would rather see them run than baby step them all the way along because there's no point in me mollycoddling any of my staff. Like, you know, you're going to fuck up. We all fuck up. But at the end of the day, it's how you respond to that. And like, I always say that even like someone like Taylor Gebby, right? Like, you know, Taylor Gebby is not even 18 yet and she will be the CEO of my business Definitely. in 10 years because... She's just you. But, but also, you, what do you think, like we're talking about characteristics here, so what do you think of like, you know, if any mother is watching this and they think, God, you know, how many arguments did we have over the years because it was my way or the highway? Definitely, it had to be your way or no way, but you were my friend, not just my son. We were best friends. When you weren't shouting. Aye, but you shout as well. <laughs> but, so let's talk about that, right? Because anyone that's listening to this, I want them to think, you know, there might be a parent, there might be a mum, an auntie out there that goes, God, like, let's just be real here of like, I was not an easy child to oh bring up. Oh my God, you were. A problem child, simple as that, like. You were a troublemaker. <laughs> let's just talk about like being young and being a child like I remember you used to always say everybody would warn like if I was going to anybody's house I love to touch things I love to break things yeah. I love to smash things up or have arguments with people and I'm like you know now I am very calm very collective but like as a child I was an absolute terror oh my god it was I hated him go to the shops for you it was <laughs> Just, you were into everything, you touched everything, and you were, it was the faces you made at people. And, and do you think those faces are still coming across? Definitely, definitely. So let's just put Who's, that out there and let's just wrap that one up, because I think it's important to say that, like, you know, school, all of these things isn't for everyone. I did enjoy school. I was very good at school. Yeah. I was very blessed. I was very academic. But ultimately, you know, I speak to a lot of parents, so I'll be like, they are a terror. And I'm like, you need to allow them to grow up, fend for themselves. Yeah, yeah. And I always think like, you know, being strong minded, as I would say, makes for a great future CEO. But you were a loving terror. I wasn't nasty, but you know, no, I just no, like no. to wind people up. I still like yes. to wind people up. You were funny. <laughs> you were so funny. You were unique. There was, there's, yeah, but I won off. It's hard to explain. People might just say I'm saying this because you're my son. No, but I think but it's important to say that. For like, all my life, people said to me, that boy will go places, that boy will go places. For a young, young, young age, it doesn't matter where you went, you had to be the centre of attention, I had to be a bit Reese. But then I think like let's put that into context as well because a lot of a lot of students that I work with, right, parents will come in and they will break down to me and go, I hate my own child. And I go, See, be honest, I think at some point you probably, I would have hated me if I was bringing me up, but you need to think about like, okay, let's look at that then and let's look at how that progresses. So I was a bit of a, you know, I like to get myself in a little bit of trouble as a child. I think I was barred from most of the local shops for a winding up, yes, you know. Yes, barred from every, <laughs> everyone's every house family's house. house. So, so me being me, I was bad as well because I had, if he's not allowed in, well, I'm not going so then. That, but this is the thing that we're talking about here is like, let's get real right and let's talk about there is no recipe, there is no right path to becoming an entrepreneur. There's no right path not. to becoming a CEO. But Definitely I think that's not. one thing I wanted to talk about is wrapping up those earlier years. I was by no means sat behind the books. I was by no means, you know, a class A student. I absolutely wound people up to the peak of them going, I can't stand that little boy. But ultimately, I think where that comparison comes into is now I think I've developed great people skills in that Definitely. process Definitely. so if we could just wrap that up so let's just sum up like 
early on, if you if you are listening or if you have a child, what would you say? You know, early on, when when was the first time you thought, God, he is probably going to own many businesses? I've seen it so many times throughout the years. So many. I knew deep down what you were going to be something. I really did. I knew I didn't know if it was going to be a business. I didn't know if it was going to be on the television. But I knew deep down what you were going to be something. You loved school. You loved everything about it. You put your heart and soul into it. You went. Do you think it comes down to what hard work? Do you think it comes down to work ethic? No. What do you think it comes down to? You are the most hard working guy I have ever ever came across in my life and I think that might be important for those that are listening or watching and like you know so many people probably see and we've got fantastic guests lined up that people look outside and they think wow you've got this picturesque life no, you go no, on a nice no, holiday no, no. you spend X and you spend Christmas in Dubai but ultimately yeah. what it comes down to is you'll know this more than anyone is how many hours does me how many hours do me and my friends around me that have successful businesses work 20, 24 hours a day. So that's it. That's what it comes down to. He leaves the house at six o'clock in the morning. Sometimes he's still phoning me, driving back from Edinburgh at one o'clock in the morning. He's been out the full day. He goes in. Don't know how he does it, but he sleeps. Oh, I'm a sleeper. Ten minutes. I think that you find that though most people that own a business like have a great relationship with sleep, or like even every one of my candidates on the show, we talk about this all the time. But like. You need to get, whether it's three or four hours, but I sleep like yeah. a baby. I'm not a disturbed wonder. sleeper. I know, but then I think it's because you work so much during yeah. the day. So let's just um, let's just talk about a few other things. So if you were to describe me as a child in three words, what would it be? Oh my God, don't put me on the spot. <laughs> what would it be? Three words. So if you were to sum you know, me up from like four to say 14 and three words, what would it be? Funny. Cheeky. Take that one. Different. Great. Very different. 